Well, hello there, my friends. Welcome to Troubled Waters, the show that treats popular culture as the most important kind of culture because it is the one that bums us out the least. Now, in the before times, Troubled Waters would pit two teams of comedians against one another in a pop culture battle royale. You remember. But now, teaming up with another person who's not in your quarantine pod is possibly lethal, definitely more frowned upon than trying to imply potatoes don't have gender. So, for now, it is one comic against another. And to win this battle, each comic will be called upon to use their smarts, their rhetorical skills, the great comebacks they've been writing down in a moleskin notebook during lockdown to earn the coveted Troubled Waters title, Pundit Emeritus. The PE title automatically gives a person's opinion on, let's say, coming to America more weight than a civilian's. You're listening to Troubled Waters. Coming to America, I interviewed Arsenio Hall, and so and they oh, sent hello. me a, a coming to America um, barber shop kit with like a trimmer and uh, a cocktail shaker, which I don't know what that has to do with a barber shop, but I'll take it. And uh, and this fun little little manicure set. Okay, so, so you're been, you're, so you're, nails you're pretty are, easy nails to are in good shape. Yeah, you're pretty easy to buy. Yeah. Yeah, you can be I'm bo- <laughs> absolutely easy to buy off. I have yes. one question. You can, you can I'm, get a good review out of me. I'm gonna, yes. I'm going to watch this film this week. Uh, and I, yes. But my big question is, does at any point someone say the royal vagina is cleaned and then sort of wink at the camera like a callback to the first one? Uh, the um, oh, my God, that actually that, happened. Yeah, oh, you're shit. close. You're close. You're close. <laughs> you're, you're not far off. You're not far you off. You are not far I off. I can't wait. You're not far off. Yeah. You're not far off at all. But it was fun, right, Jordan? Oh, it was total blast. Uh, lots of laughs. Uh, I will say yes. biggest laugh in the movie for me coming from James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones yes. has like has like five or six great bangers. Uh, yeah. He has, yeah. It's a wow. funny thing that they do with his role. Yeah, mm. it, it's a blast. I know we, we definitely don't get those like big goofy character comedies as much as we used to. And it's just such a fun no. like throwback to that kind of movie. Yeah, and have we ever needed comfort more than we do right now? The answer is no. Um, Dave, it's it's good to know yes. that you are so easily swayed by swag. Um, yeah. I just wanted to know, before we start this contest, did you get the stress ball I sent over? No, see, Jordan, no. I won't be I won't be swayed that easily. There will have to be a kit. I need a whole kit. Five <sighs> items or more unified like under a single theme. No. So for like Bubble, for example, you'd send some like... Some bubble bath. Oh, that's um, good. Right, that a bubble down. gun to play with in the park. One of those giant uh, things that you climb into and you run down a hill like they do Zorbing. on reality shows. And have a thing. <laughs> right. Yes. yes. Oh, so yes. we just got a sharpie, yeah. write Zorb, uh, uh, and write bubble on the side of a Zorb. That'll be cool. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what a Zorb is. That's the big bubble that's, that you no, go down the hill in. That's the thing. You're, that, that's yeah. the big hamster ball that they go in yeah. for uh, bachelor I dates. See. Um, Well, Dave, can we uh, postpone this recording for four weeks while we get that stuff together and have it sent over? We can't. We can't. Ah, We have to do it today. Now, normally, a a Troubled Waters tradition is to introduce the guests and then talk to them, but we're not going to do that today because these are old friends of the format. Um, International Waters 
co-writers mm-hmm. in the day. Back right. Or were you there at the same time? Did you yeah. overlap? No, I think we, no, we, did. We, we, we think we were the first two writers for International Waters. So, mm-hmm. um, Wow. Yeah. Back yeah. in the day. Well, now they both work on the Bubble comic yeah. based on the Max Fun podcast series. So please welcome Jordan Morris and Sarah Morgan. Hi. Hi. Introduce first. So I'm just going to do it at the same time. <laughs> That's lo- that's lovely. Hello, everyone. Ahoy, hoy. You're calling in from the future. It is the end of your day. Oh, yeah. In, uh, in London, England. Yeah. Uh, it is, as we recorded, it is March 9th, mm-hmm. days after the explosive <laughs> uh, royal interview. Sure. Which I- uh, Prince Harry. Yeah. Uh, Meghan Markle, Oprah Winfrey. Um, what's the mood on the street? Well, as you know, there's not a lot of things going on in the street at the moment in London, but um, sure. there's, but there's of, still moods on. There's that. an internet. Streets still have moods. So what is yeah. the mood? I mean, the mood on the street is sort of people sort of you know cautiously putting on masks and going into Sainsbury's and queuing politely. Yeah. But uh, the mood on the internet is good. I didn't watch it because um, I sort of just got the gist of it off uh, off the internet. Mm-hmm. But you know, I like having a royal family. It's a shame they're a bit weird. That's my hot take. I have no yeah. hot take. Is that okay? I think it's Americans care a lot more about this stuff than we do. Uh, do you? Do, okay. Yeah. So we, we don't know how to feel. We don't know how to feel. Yeah. It's just such a, it's such a curiosity. It is. Um, it's, it's a very weird thing that we have a royal family and I like it because it makes us more weird than the other countries. It's like a, you know, nice quirk that we have. But I, in, mm-hmm. I like that the queen uses her power for good sometimes, like does brooch politics when... Donald Trump came to visit. She wore special brooches that were like passive aggressive and sent little messages. Um, that's very cool that she has brooch codes. And she um, mm. she served him. She had to do a estate dinner, and then she didn't have him at Windsor Palace or Buckingham Palace, which is where you'd have like a state dinner. She sent him to like Blenheim Palace or something like the shitty palace. Gross. Yeah. The TGI the TGI Fridays oh, of palaces. It, I loved that because it was the kind of thing that he would be boasting about it to people and showing them photos and people who know about the stuff would be going, yeah, that's the shit palace. Like that's not the good oh, palace. And so I like the royal family <laughs> that we can do things like that that would really wound someone like Donald Trump more than a protest or something like that. But mm. yeah, they're, it's weird and wrong and odd and um yeah i like i think i think america's winning on this one okay but yeah oh, good hmm. we so rarely do yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll take we'll take it where we can get it sure take care of our, our poor abused people <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i mean it's it's a it it's all working out for harry and megan because they have a podcast now yeah. so now podcasts make everything okay <laughs> and uh and a deal with netflix or apple or something yeah. God bless them. So they, they don't had... have they don't have that like, you know, English royal blood money coming in, but they do have Casper mm-hmm. mattress money. So yeah. that's adamandeve.com yeah. as they'll say in their delightful <laughs> accents. Yeah. Yeah. Uh use the uh discount code decaying monarchy <laughs> for uh, 10% off your first packet of uh, Mac Weldon underwear. Um, Prince Harry, a very lovely voice. That was my main takeaway. Very, very sexy voice. Yeah. I mean, that's a gorgeous accent. It's designed Deep, to make you feel servile. Definitely. It's meant to make you feel a little bit submissive. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you better believe that worked. <laughs> and very, Sarah Morgan. he is very like his, his, Bald spot is so prominent. That's always the thing that amazes me when I see him. I'm like, hey, this dude's like okay with his bald spot. Handsome guy, just mm-hmm. happens to yeah. have that Ginger, little patch bald. up there. Oh, all yeah. of the things. Yeah. And he's living proof that none of the shit that guys do to save the hairline works. Like if <laughs> Prince Harry <laughs> right. can't do it, sure. it can't be done. So, you know. 
best of luck to y'all. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Morris, speaking of hair, you are looking, you're looking sun swept. Thank you, Dave. As though you are just off the beach. Yes. Uh, it is It is a point break kind of a hair situation that we're looking at right now. <laughs> thank you. How thank did you, get you there? Thank you. Utah, give me two. Are you going to jump or jerk <laughs> off? Uh, let's just rattle off <laughs> our favorite a dog. point break lines. Yeah. Throwing a dog. Yeah. Throwing um, a dog. Yeah, I have been. So, okay. I Coming from Orange County, as I do, uh, mm-hmm. I am self-conscious about that for many reasons. Obviously, lately, they it's been, you know, ground zero for, like, I don't want to wear a mask, stop encroaching on my personal freedoms, assholes. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's, it's been rightfully a punching bag for a while. And I'm, I'm always feeling like I have to, like, fight a little bit to prove that I'm more sophisticated than where I grew up. Um, mm-hmm. So I have this new blonde dew that I got because I'm swimming in an outdoor pool and the chlorine is blonding it. And so I am just terrified that everybody thinks I'm frosting my tips, <laughs> that I'm just like leaning into being an Orange County asshole and McGrathing my hair. But oh, I'm not. McGrathing. It's happening. It's it's happening because of chlorine. Okay. Nate is ombre. It's natural. That, I'm not that McGrathing. I'm actually... not McGrathing. It, but you are naturally McGrathing, which is the one true McGrathing. Oh, fuck. You're actually, I mean, I fuck. think his look derives from water polo players. Oh, no. So I think you have oh, actually no. gone back to the source. <laughs> Gosh. But it looks great. It looks great. You're looking healthy, hale and hearty. Thank you. Nice of you to say, Dave. No, I think my, I think, I, I think, I think my hair, for someone who has not seen it, I could describe now as anime character powering up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. So uh, it looks good. That's that's nice. Paired with the t-shirt. Listen, it's a whole aesthetic. Okay, what is happening underneath this hat <clears throat> that I am wearing? I will not show. <laughs> it's I. I have not had a haircut in a year. I look like a roadie for Greta Van Fleet, and it's 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 it's, it's not great. I bet it's I, not great. I bet I bet you're rocking it. Is my theory? Mm. I theorize it, that if you were to he's... whip off the hat, we would all go, "Ooh!" No, you wouldn't. You whip wouldn't. off if the I hat. If I put in ten whip minutes of work, <laughs> you might. Okay, but I'm not. I'm yeah. not in a position. But to the, do the mustache, right. because we've got a game to play. Well, the mustache. Okay, is oh, sorry. I will, I will. I will pause my. No, mustache. no, no, Sarah. What were well, you? Well, I was going to say the mustache is making up for it. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. The definitely mustache worth awesome. working a little. Yeah. Handlebar mustache. Because why not? Listen, we've all got five cents in our back pocket. <laughs> I think that's about 10p here, yeah. Yeah, what's the uh, mustache ride conversion rate? The going rate for mustache rides, okay. five cents, right? Yeah, it's about 7p. Honestly, yeah. um, I am a giver, and uh, <laughs> so they are free. However, it is now time mm-hmm. to get this show started. Folks, it's time to find out who has the better grasp of what matters this week or fortnight, pop culturally speaking. So players, if you're ready, you will each be given uh, a chance to tell me what you think is the most important overlooked uh, story, person, event, thing, whatever, of the last couple of weeks. Sarah Morgan, we will start with you. Uh, well, I'm going to talk about the only queen that I think is relevant this week, uh, which is mm-hmm. which, whichever queen wins RuPaul's Drag Race UK. Okay. Yeah. The, uh, the, the only crown in town. Um, uh, I'm going to say uh, Bimini Bomboulash. Is going to be my buzzing word, A, because it's fun to say, and B, because she's great. And I hope she wins. Although I also, Lawrence Chaney, Tace, all fabulous. Ellie Diamond's got some strong looks. It's been a great season. I Okay, here's my deal. (laughs) Haven't started yet. Haven't started yet. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been watching the the U.S. one. It mm-hmm. is, you know, it's it's tricky as it always is. Uh, it's always tricky, you know. It's always a little bit tricky. Yeah. Uh, we have in uh, in America just celebrated Snatch Game Week. Yeah. I don't I don't know why we do this. It never works. Sarah. See, they've they've it's changed the editing. They, they used to edit Snatch Game so that it was an entertainment program for all to enjoy, and a couple of people mm-hmm. were stronger, a couple of people less strong, but it was cut like you would cut a game show for tv and now they've started mm-hmm. cutting it in both our both our countries uh for hum- maximum humiliation with snake mm-hmm. rattle noises and it's mm-hmm. it's gone from being my favorite thing to my least favorite thing but yeah. i always i always used to pick my top three on snatch game and now i sort of you know it's like who did least shit is kind of what the editors want you yeah. to think out of it and uh okay and they don't prepare i would happily as a professional joke writer i will happily write anyone gags for their character for snatch game because they've stopped bringing in gags and they sort of just shouting and falling over anyway got milk's got to win that's all i have to say and in the uk bimini mom boulash which is my buzzing word bimini bom boulash great uh i i want to watch uk but that requires another uh app subscription yeah i am now paying twice what i used to pay when i had direct tv uh, for all of the a la carte services that I have. And I'm just, I know that wow plus is like five bucks a month, but I'm like reluctant yeah. to spend that five bucks a month. Anyway, Sarah Morgan, <laughs> Bimini Bamboulash. Bimini Bamboulash. Love it. Jordan Morris. Uh, yeah. So I, I am endlessly fascinated by the internet's ability to become collectively horny for something. <laughs> um, and something that you would not expect. There was a little phenomenon a couple of weeks ago when uh, a trailer for a new Resident Evil video game came out, and the internet, or at least a patch of it, decided that it was very horny for a nine-foot female vampire (laughs) that appeared in the game, and... Uh, I was like, hey, you know what? Terrific. Let's, you know, (laughs) as long as we're not being disrespectful to the nine-foot female vampire... Go ahead. And I thought, you know, maybe we had heard the end of it, but um, I I saw a listicle on a website called Cultured Vultures, and they have taken this to the next logical conclusion uh, by publishing a listicle, 10 Best Giant Women in Video Games. And it, oh it, it, it goes down <laughs> some of the hottest giantesses, and some of them are like not even human. There's a giant bee on here. And there's a giant stone horse that people are into. Oh, oh, a rope. There's a robot woman here, a robot puppet. Uh, so yeah, I. Do you uh, have a, a personal favorite? Oh well, I mean, listen, I'm a Dark Souls fan, a fan of the Dark Souls series. So I am all about from Dark Souls Two, crossbreed Priscilla, who I is see. the child of a human and a dragon, and she has a tail and she can turn invisible. Okay. Happy International <laughs> Women's Day, everybody. Anyway, I'll be I'll be leaving the Zoom call now. <laughs> okay. Well, congratulations, Sarah. So, so, so I'm gonna, what is the story slash buzz in word? I'm gonna say I'm just gonna say giant women. But I'm just I'm glad they're having a moment. Yeah. Yeah, good for giant women. <laughs> giant women. Even if they are bees or stone horses or vampires. Right. <laughs> they're all beautiful. They're all strong. What an empowering episode. Yeah. Yeah. Of Troubled Waters. <laughs> we are cooking up right now. Yeah. Giant women versus Bimini Bamboo Lash. Mm-hmm. Keep those buzzing words at the ready. You know how to play. For God's sake. Let's move forward to kick things off. We thought we would play a little game of this thing or that thing. Uh, mm. We're focusing on boots. 
my friends. The boots, chemists? And the activities of those. No, not the chemists. Oh. Not the chemists. American U.S., that means uh, Sorry. pharmacy. I, that American was... U.S. Uh, okay, we're going we're gonna to call out a series of names. What you're going to do is tell me whether these performers are new boots, country artists featured on the Spotify New Boots Young Country Star <laughs> Playlist, or are they knocking boots, as in nominated for an AVN or GAVN porn award in 2021? Wow. I had, I had the distinct pleasure last year of writing the podium jokes for the GAVN uh, porn awards. I'd never was, heard of the GAVN, so that is the greatest phrase I've... Uh, it's yeah. amazing. It is the <laughs> Dave, most... I, I loved that article you wrote about Oh, good. There Thank are... You. There they are. Didn't, I wasn't I'm, invited back. But I'm that's right. putting that. There in are. Mind. They're fools. They're fools, Dave. Let's let's <laughs> let's get out there on Twitter. Hashtag Holmes okay. for 2020 Gavian. Honestly, one Gavian credit on my on my CV, Sarah, and that's plenty. Yeah, you can and, dine out okay. on that for years. So hang on. So it's new country, boots. Okay, so country stars or country stars. Get stop yeah. it. Sorry. Get out. Get out of your own house. I'm British. I'm allowed to say that. Um, Get out of your own house and think about what you've done. So, okay. sorry. Porn star. So, new boots or old boots? Knocking boots. New boots or knocking oh, boots? Before we start, can I say save a horse, ride a fuck boy? Anyway, sorry. Okay, sure. Glad you got Just that. Just wanted out. to get that out. Glad, no, um, I'm glad you did. I'm glad you, you did. That was good. It's good that you did. It's worth it that I derailed things to say that. No, it was that was good. Okay. Devin Dawson. Bimidon Boulash. Sarah. Knocking boots. No, he's a country star. He's a country oh, star. They do yeah. like alliteration um, in the it, older, yeah. The oldest profession. Yeah. I think his song is called like you know, my old daddy's Chevy or something. Um <laughs> Tyler Braden. Giant woman. Yes. <laughs> Oof. I think that's a boot knocker. It sounds like a boot knocker to me. Sounds like a porn star to you. It's a country star. It's yet another country star. Oh, Hold on. No. Let me let me let me look. Let me look. Tyler. Oh god. Tyler. Ty I guess you don't Tyler. think of Tyler as a country name. Maybe you do. I think of it as like a you know a shitty little kid throwing a fit in the Beverly Hills Whole Foods. Yeah. No. <laughs> Tyler Braden is a country star, um, and his latest is called "Love Is a Dead End Road." Mm. There you go. I mean, that uh, could also okay. be a game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Title. <laughs> These worlds Love Sarah, ain't are a so dead close. End <laughs> They're so tied in together. Like sometimes when you look at the photos, you don't have any yeah. clarity as to. A lot of chaps. Uh, okay. A lot of chaps. Uh, Sherry Allwood. Sherry. Sherry. Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> yes. Um, uh, new Boots. Knockin' Boots nominated for, uh, nominated for oh. Best Transgender Performer. Yeah. Uh, Colton Reese. Giant Woman. Yes. I'm gonna say knocking boots again. I'm gonna. I don't know. Porn. <laughs> uh, Kane Fox. How are we spelling Kane? This is important. K A N E. Oh, uh, uh, yes. Uh, knocking boots. That is correct. Got that yeah, is correct. Oh. you're right. Because I think C A I N E would have been country. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, Lily Rose. Giant women. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to say country. I'm going to say country. You New Boots. are correct. She hey. is a country star. Her latest song is called Villain. Uh, okay. Um, Austin Avery. 
Oh, uh, Bim Bim Boulash. Yes. Uh, Nurking boots. Alliteration again. Yes. Yeah, you see. You've really cracked the code. Uh, Ingrid Andress. Giant women. Yes. I'm going to say knocking boots. Ingrid's Incorrect. a little- She is a rare ah. country Ingrid. Also yeah. up for, uh, for best new artist of the Grammys. She's a real it's country so, Ingrid. It's so, for, it's so foreign-y. You would think that the country music people would be skeptical of that foreign sounding name. You would think, but mm. alas, they are yeah. evolving into wider <laughs> names. Oh, uh, it's going to be uh, Horst and Real Sandy <laughs> spin-off into country. <laughs> Brock Banks. Oh, hello. Oh, well, Bimini Wambulash. I'm going yes. with my code. I'm going with Knocking Boots. Yes, you are correct. Yeah. Porn. Uh, <laughs> Tyler Rich. Giant women. Yes. Uh, that's that's uh, that's a new boot. That's a that's a country. A new boot. A country. Better than you're used to is his latest. Yes, you are absolutely correct. Tyler Booth. Be a mini bamboo lash. Yes. I'm gonna go with. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, country. What is it? New boots. New boots. Mm-hmm. Long comes a girl. Is his <laughs> Again, I mean, there's nothing. Sure. There's long no... comes a girl. Not even yeah. a long comes a girl. Long yes. comes. Long. And not long even comes. an apostrophe. Long comes a girl. Uh, okay, <laughs> Emma Hicks. Emma or Emma? Emma. <laughs> Emma Hicks. Oh, Bimini uh, Bomboulash. Yes. I'll go for new boots. Nope, knocking boots. Nominated Ooh. for Female Performer of the Year. Yeah, Sam Grow. <laughs> uh, 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 giant instruction. Women. Oh yeah, you're right. It does sound like a full command. <laughs> yeah, Sam, uh, bro. I'm I'm trying to get into the mind of the writers of this quiz, and I think this one is too much of a fake out. So I'm going to go against my initial thought and say New Boots Country. You're absolutely correct, and his song is called Boots. Oh, hey. Like, yeah. he doesn't even, he's just not, like, there's no poetry here. It's just boots. It's, if you look on the back of his album, it's like, boots, truck, beer. Like, these are <laughs> yeah. the track list. <laughs> the, 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 the producers and collaborators. Uh, okay. Bandana on dog. <laughs> Flag. <laughs> uh, Daisy his album Taylor. is just called Songs. <laughs> Daisy Taylor. Oh no, that's too. Yeah, that's too sweet. Take it, Jordan. Yeah, that's. I think that's. I think that's knocking boots. It is. Yes, correct. Nominated. Nominated for best supporting actress. Oh. (laughs) So she's kind of an Olivia Coleman type then. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Like Dench in Shakespeare in Love, just a real Uh, scene stealer. Oh, Uh, that's that's that was. I'll I'll just cop and say that's one where I'm like, no, I might know who that is. That was what my oh, okay. Well, oh, I'm just randomly guessing. Uh, okay, Dylan Scott, Giant Women. Yes. Uh, Dylan, Dylan. Yeah, I think I know some country Dylans. I'm gonna say New Boots. I think that's a country. That is a country. He is a country. Dylan yeah. Scott. Finally, Jaden Slamcock. <laughs> oh. Mm. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> Can we have James. a little more time? Can we have a little more time? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll slide to take this one. Bimini Bamboulash. I'm yes. I'm guessing uh, uh, knocking boots. Actually, I just made that. Jaden Slamcock. You know what, you guys? I believe Christian. Am I correct? Is it a tie? Uh, 
No, it's no. not a tie. I guess I did that wrong. Uh, Giant Women is up by two, six four. Giant Women. We celebrate. Happy International Women's Day. Yes. Happy International Women's Day. Step on us all. Step on us, please. (laughs) Women, both giant and human-sized. All right. Uh, Okay, round B. It's time for a round. We are calling Wiki Tweaks. Okay, (laughs) this round is about Wikipedia. For Wikipedia's homepage, see main page. For the English edition, see English Wikipedia. For other uses, see Wikipedia Disambiguation. Wikipedia is a free, multinational, open, collaborative online encyclopedia created and maintained by a community of volunteer contributors using a wiki-based editing system and a warning to all of us about what happens when you don't pay people to write things proper properly. And a warning to all of us about what happens when you don't pay people to write things properly. Citation needed. We are celebrating the 20th anniversary of Wikipedia by digging deep, deep into its pages. I'm going to give you two real sentences from a Wikipedia article about a well-known figure, one sentence that we made up. You tell me which one's fake. Two truths and a lie, Wikipedia style. These will be posed to you in turn. Jordan Morris, you are up first. Just going to say, great device, by the way. Props to the International Waters writing team. This is good. Anyway. It's troubled waters now. (laughs) (laughs) It'll always be International Waters to me. I'm not not calling it. You'll... (laughs) I'll call it troubled waters when you pry it from my cold, dead mouth. <laughs> I'm Jaden Slamcock, and this Your is Flag. <laughs> dead mouth. All right. Uh, which of these lines, Jordan Morris, yes. does not appear in Sarah Jessica Parker's Wikipedia article? <laughs> A, Parker released her own perfume in 2005 called Lovely. B, Parker is descended from Esther Elwell, one of the accused during the Salem witch trials. Or C, she and Matthew Broderick met at a coffee auction run by one of Broderick's brothers. Boy, uh, you know, you'd think I'd know this. I was reading this last night. You'd think I would would have an easier time with this. I'm looking for the fake, right? You're looking for the fake. Tell me the fake. Boy, again, uh, I, I, I cannot help but try and out game the writers so Mm. i'm gonna say that i think the most mundane one is probably the fake so i think it's a about the perfume maybe i'm overthinking this but Mm. i'm gonna say a well you are lost in your own head (sighs) with no way to get out past that gorgeous streaked head of hair it was number (laughs) c number c it was c uh they did not meet at a coffee auction they met somewhere like the theater something yeah, Very sounds, Broderick and sounds about right. Parker. Very New York. Sarah Morgan. Hello. Number two is for you. Spot the lie in these lines about Nicolas Cage from his mm-hmm. Wikipedia page. A. He developed his own method of acting, which he described as nouveau shamanic. B. In 2007, he was forced to apologize after being caught on camera saying that fucking bald people have it easy. Or C. <laughs> Kathleen Turner later admitted Cage did not steal a chihuahua and she was sorry. Oh, okay. So so is that fucking bald people or fucking bald people? Fucking bald people. Oh, fucking bald people. Sorry, it was the the emphasis was on, I wasn't, if he was talking about, yeah, okay. Um, I'm going to say, because I adore Kathleen Turner and her autobiography is full of wild accusations and i'm here for them all of them uh i will say c uh that she probably made up some bullshit about him stealing a chihuahua 
Okay, so you think that's the lie? Oh, uh, no, ah, uh, no, the that's the truth. One. And I'll go, shamanic okay. sounds right. I'll it's go to the middle. Yeah, no yeah, lie. I'm sorry. Mm. I'm not from your country. Um, okay. <laughs> you can hear me. Explain it's a, things. It's a shared language. Okay. Uh, I'll go for the middle one then, please. Well, you're absolutely correct. Boom. We made B up. Uh, Cage does describe his method of acting as nouveau shamanic. He plans to write a book about it someday. Mm-hmm. I will read that book. Uh, I'll listen to that book. Uh, Kathleen Turner did write in her memoir that Cage had stolen a chihuahua during the filming of Peggy Sue Got Married and later had to backtrack. Yep. And apologize. It's a hell of a so read. There you go. Yep. Point to you. I mean, it, that is that is an expert read. <laughs> that is a speed read. Uh, Okay, number three is to you, Jordan Morris. You get Danny DeVito. Spot the fake. A, DeVito played a fictional version of himself in the music video of One Direction's song, Steal My Girl. B, in 1986, DeVito voiced the Grundle King in My Little Pony, the movie. Or C, DeVito initially turned down twins because it didn't seem very realistic. (laughs) Okay, um... I'm picking the fake. All right. You think I know this. I was just reading this last night. Um, I'll probably do that every time. Uh, so we've got, he, it's Grundle King. Gosh, that is so, you would think that if you looked at Danny DeVito's IMDb, there would be three instances of him playing a character called Grundle King, you know? But all in different contexts. Yes. Different different movies, different franchises. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like how Tony Danza has five different Tonys on his. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, but, uh, you know, I yeah, I, this hasn't served me 100% in the past, but I do think B is a little funny. It's a little writerly, so I think I'm going to go B. I think that's the fake. Uh, it's your head is really going to get you in trouble. I shouldn't this do this. I shouldn't, shouldn't do, do this. It. You shouldn't yeah. do it. You should follow this. Oh. Beating on my own heart. Uh, it was C. DeVito did not uh, ever think oh. about turning down twins. Why would you? Sarah Morgan, you get Mariah Carey. Mm-hmm. Mariah Carey. A, in 2008, Carey performed in a New Year's Eve concert for the family of Libyan dictator Muammar Gaddafi. B, Bring on the feathers. I've seen the clip. It's amazing. Sorry. <clears throat> oh, okay. In 2011, <laughs> Carey released her fifth fragrance, Whistle Notes, or C, in 2015, <laughs> Carrie had her directorial debut for the Hallmark Channel Christmas movie, A Christmas Melody. So which one's the lie? Which is the lie? I'm going to say, because the first one, the clip is amazing. It's like everything goes wrong and she then she just comes on in like a giant feathered headdress and everything's okay because of the magic of camp, I guess. Um, oh, look it up. Look I, up. I, I come, there's yeah. no justice for me talking about it. Just look it up. Um, uh, I will say the releasing a fragrant whistle note that that sounds okay. a little oldie worldy for Mariah. So yeah, mm. I'm going to say that's the lie. Okay. Okay. Well, you're absolutely right. Even though the whistle note is her trademark, uh, it is oh. not a fragrance. Her fragrance yeah. includes her mm. fragrances include dreams, luscious pink, and lollipop bling. Ew. Yeah, you can hear the. the the face I'm making. Yeah. The- okay. Uh, point to you. It is now a tie. Five goes to Jordan. We're going right to shares page. Clicking on through to shares page, uh, which is the lie. A, when Cher was in fifth grade, she produced a performance of the musical Oklahoma for her theater, for her teacher in class. Sorry. Uh, B, Cher released the single Classified 1A, in which she sings from the point of view of a soldier who bleeds to death in Vietnam. Or C, 
Sonny and Cher were thrown out of the London Hilton for singing in the communal areas. Oof. Okay. You'd think I'd know this. I was just reading this last night. You Um, you said it was coming, and there it is. Uh, (laughs) It'll be funny the fifth time. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Ah, okay. Yeah, again, this me me trying to outthink these has not uh has not served me well in this game. So I think I'm just gonna go with the old ticker, um, which is what I call my heart, and say <laughs> that I think it is a Oklahoma. She did not produce Oklahoma. Incorrect. It was C <sighs> they were thrown out of the London Hilton, but it was because of the clothes that they were wearing. Oh. Should have thought about that one a little more. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, should have thought about it. Finally, Sarah Morgan, mm-hmm. which of these does not appear in Antonio Banderas' Wikipedia page? A, he performed a voiceover for a computer animated B, which can be seen in the U.S. in television commercials for Nasonex, an allergy medication. B, after filming Ferruccio Lamborghini biopic Lamborghini the Legend, Banderas developed an interest in vintage tractors and has since started a collection. Or C, he was arrested by the Spanish police for performance in a play by Bertolt Brecht. Hmm. So Lamborghini is the car man, right? So why Hmm. would that give you an interest in tractors? But maybe that's like a fake out. That's where he started. Oh, he started on tractors and then went to... Hmm. Okay, I'm going to say that. I'm going to say the... the, No, Brecht sounds... Yeah, I'll go for the first one. A. Uh, he, he is one. the voice of a um, uh, allergy bee. Nasonex. Unfortunately, Nasonex. the Nasonex bee is a big I mean, part I of American know. culture. Sure, sure. <laughs> Beloved. We love our pharmaceutical advertising so much, <laughs> as so many British people learned watching the Harry and Meghan Oprah interview, because it is <laughs> truly just like one goddamn medication after another, and then the side effects really quickly. But anyway, he is the Nasonex bee. Uh, it's, weird, the, it's weird that that interview had a cameo from the Mucinex booger. Uh, isn't that strange? It's weird that he walked on and they all like clapped for him. Very weird. Yeah, yeah, that was strange. That was strange, but that's America for you these days. Uh, the answer is B, the Lamborghini biopic is real, but mm-hmm. uh, the tractors are not as far as we're concerned. And uh, is, whether he actually did start in tractors, I don't know. I just oh, Dave, lies on lies. Uh, yeah, lies oh, on lies, lies on lies. Lies on lies. Now, folks, I believe it is a tie, Correct. Same. Six Whoa. to six. Giant women and Bimini Bamboo Lash. <laughs> neck and neck. I intentionally fucked up that last round just to make things more dramatic. Just I just want you guys to know what that a, I was just looking what a writerly, out for. What a writerly move that was. You're welcome. God bless You're welcome. You. You're Everything welcome. on the You're table. welcome, listener. A little break. We're going to shake it out. We're going to loosen our shoulders, and we'll be right back with more Troubled Waters. Hey folks, it's me, James Arthur M., host of Minority Corner, your home through these wild times for weekly doses of pop culture, history, news, nerdy stuff, and more through a BIPOC queer and allied lens. Y'all, we have been in a panorama for a whole year. The Ponda replay has been going (laughs) for... We've been a Ponderosa for a year. (laughs) Wonder Woman doesn't even get to fly her own invisible jet. That was another thing. I was like, this is your jet. Think about the war on drugs. We must think of it as a war on black and brown and poor people to only uphold the caste system of America. 
So join me and some of your new BFFs every Friday here on Maximum Fun to stay informed, empowered, and have some fun. Minority Corner, because together we're the majority. Hello and welcome back to Troubled Waters. <laughs> I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us are Sarah Morgan and Joy Morris, co-creators or co-writers, sharers co- of co- the co- graphic novel. Yeah. Co-writers, tell <laughs> yeah. us all about it. Jordan, it's your baby. You take it and I'll do the harmonies. <laughs> <laughs> you go down here <laughs> and I'll go <laughs> up here. <laughs> Uh yeah, so Bubble it uh it is a it is based on the sci-fi comedy podcast uh released by Max Fun in 2018. Uh if I were to elevator pitch it, maybe uh it would be Search Party meets Guardians of the Galaxy. These kind of mm-hmm. ill-equipped hipsters have to fight all these monsters in a sci-fi domed city apocalyptic wasteland. Yeah, the the nice folks at First Second uh, Publishing heard the uh, podcast and said, we think this would make a great comic book. And mm-hmm. uh, I screamed for 20 minutes to myself because it's always been my dream to write comics. And yeah, we, we took them up on it. Um, Sarah and I wrote the script uh, for the great comics drawer. Drawer, that's what they call themselves, right? The drawer. drawer. (laughs) The great comics artist Tony Cliff, uh, who does the Delilah Dirk series, he did the art. Uh, The great colorist and uh, writer herself, Natalie Reese, did the colors. And uh, yeah, it just, it was like a dream come true. I've always wanted to do comics and it was so fun to get to kind of jump back into that world with Sarah and dick around and think of a million more weird things for them to say and do. So yeah, it was a blast. It comes out uh, in July, but we're uh, we're really flogging people to pre-order it. You can pre-order it uh, wherever you get your books. And uh, we, we, we think you'll like it. And uh, the pre-order is the way to get it. Okay. And it's coming yeah. out when? Uh, July 13th. July 13th. Sarah Morgan, your thoughts? Oh, I mean, my thoughts are, uh, hey, it's a lot of, I'm sure if you're a Max Fun listener, you probably listened to the podcast already. And if not, I mean, when you finish this, then go and visit the uh, the Bubble, the podcast. Um, I wrote one episode of it, the pub quiz episode, and I sort of came on to kind of help a little bit with like the doing audio com- comedy because we have such a rich tradition of it in the UK. And Jordan asked me to write an episode. And then when the comic book came along, I was just so happy to come on and and help with it so it's been yeah it's so much fun and the comic's great and if you order it from your local comics concern we've we've got all kinds of fun stuff planned for pre-ordered people haven't we uh yeah i think so mm. i don't think we've said ex- explicitly what that's going to be <laughs> yeah, yet we, but we won't um, now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no i think that's i think that's worth that's teasing so i think it's uh, hot yeah. Uh, yeah. hot hot breaking news for the uh troubled waters listeners mm-hmm. yeah we we uh we're hoping to get together some fun stuff for people who pre-order so uh okay. yeah you know yeah. amazon barnes and noble or better yet call your local indie bookstore or comic book store love this mm. i love this orcs nest I in covent this. garden for example that's a nice comic book shop Okay. I don't know which ones are left here in uh, Los Angeles, but uh, you'll find one. Give the folks at, hey, if you're in LA, give the folks at Book Soup a call. Book Soup will hook you up. God, fantastic. Uh, Okay, so to celebrate the bubble graphic novel, we're going to play you a series of clips from historical records about monsters. We will ask you to buzz in (laughs) with an answer to a question about that clip. It will make sense. Once we get started, let's get into number one. What type of monster is this clip discussing? Darling, it is no joke. 
Giant women. <laughs> Giant women. So I think I heard lycanthropy in there, which mm-hmm. is uh, uh, the scientific term for werewolfism, right? Okay. I'm going to say werewolf. Okay. Yes. But there's a more technical, not technical, but there's, you can put a finer point on it. Sarah, do you know what the song is? A party werewolf? (laughs) Party werewolf. Is it a party werewolf? Is party werewolf a thing? No, it's not. (laughs) The song, That's actually. I I guess I'll give the point. Party werewolf won a gavy in this year. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, I would watch that. So much. <laughs> uh, Jordan Morris will get the point because he was the closest. That was She Wolf from Shakira. Oh, uh, she Wolf in your closet or something in your pocket? I don't know. Um, okay, number two. What famous monster attack is being described here in a clip? Bimini von Bulash. Yes. Is it Dracula attacking? No. No, no I don't know. It's not. Giant I'm women. I'm afraid it's not. Yes. So I think I heard pitchforks to the middle of town in there, and I think that is a, a, a trope of the Frankenstein story. So I'm going to say mm. Frankenstein or Frankenstein's mm. monster for all the actuaries out there. That would have made sense. Unfortunately, this was Blue Oyster Cult in the 60s or 70s, um, and it was Godzilla. Go, go, Godzilla. What's a pitchfork going to do against Godzilla? Take it up with fucking Blue Oyster Cult. I well, I will. I will. Christian, get them on the phone. I want to yell at them for their dumb song. Maybe they're it's, all dead. <laughs> it's a dumb song, and, and yeah, if they're alive, there's kind of rock behind the eyes for sure. Uh, okay, number three. Well, I saw the thing coming out of the sky It had a one long, one big Like a mister shaking in the city It looks like a people eater to me Name as many details about this people eater as you can. <laughs> Bimini Bomboulash, it is purple. Yes. yes. It is a purple people eater. Keep going. Uh, it's got one, oh, do I? oh, sorry, I thought we were taking it in turns. Um, I'll have a, yeah, a, a one, one leg, one eye. Giant. Okay, one eye. One eye. I think it's got two legs. <laughs> two legs, one eye, giant purple people eater. I think I'm done. I have no more details. Mm. Officer. Jordan? Uh, I'm going to say maybe you missed one horn, one-eyed, one horn flying horn. purple people eater. So. Uh, I also don't think I heard you say flying. Oh, maybe I'll say they're, they're flying too, so I guess. Uh, you said could, flying, Jordan. I don't think I said flying. Giant. So I guess we I could infer that giant. maybe there's wings. I don't know if he flies via levitation or like a, a jet, like an octopus, but uh, yeah. yeah, so I guess wings, wings and horns, flying purple people eater. Okay. Jet like an octopus. Sure. Mm. <laughs> you, okay, so there, there were like four big details. There were four big details. You each got two. So you each get a point for that one. Uh, That's diplomatic of you. Yeah. See, here's the thing. Um, toward the end, we find out that he wears short shorts. So if you nice. remember that, that would have been shorts? the whole game. <laughs> Who wears short shorts? Okay, yeah, I used to. That was a song. That the one I'd one horn flying purple people leader. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, the same yeah. song. Yeah, pretty much. Let us check in with famous hunter Willard Smith. Now I have a 
Okay, what movie monster is the Fresh Prince rapping about here? Jimmy Dompoulash. Oh boy, it was very close, but Jordan, you got just oh. barely in. Oh, it's gotta be Freddy Krueger, right? It is of course Freddy Krueger from the classic Nightmare on My Street. <laughs> this song has fucked up my Spotify recommendations so badly. <laughs> I have uh, it on explain. several I have it on several playlists. I do a spooky podcast with horror things in it. It's a fun playlist mm. to play before a live show. That song, the Will Smith rap about Freddy Krueger, although I think it's sort of non-copyright bending Freddy Krueger, so it doesn't really mention Elm Street or anything like that. It's very vague. No. no yeah. Yeah. It's he like, dances just around it. Yeah. It's like sort of, you know, those Halloween costumes that are like knife hand murder burnt guy that- Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit- Burnt up like a weenie. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, so that wasn't an official song for a Nightmare on Elm Street movie? I don't know. No. We should check this on Wikipedia. Uh -uh. No. Wow, I guess yeah. you, you you associate Will Smith with the the song about the movie that plays over the credits, right? Yeah, your Wild yes. Wild Wests, your Men yeah. in Black. So you would, yeah. I guess, my assumption always was that this song played over the credits of a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Huh? Yeah, that'd really take you out of the experience, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the Fat Boys rap was on a, a five, no six, six. No, you're right. Yeah, there's because there is another there is another '90s. Uh, rap song about Freddy, right? Oh my goodness. This yeah, is the a little boys. genre. Fred, Freddy and the Fat Boys, yeah, yeah. This yeah. just in from producer Christian Duane, yes, the song was considered for inclusion in the movie A Nightmare on Elm Street 4, The Dream Master, but the producers of the film decided against its inclusion. So, <laughs> oh, got it. Again, it That's just, funny. You totally still like, been, fuck it, I'm releasing it anyway. Well, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. He could do no wrong back then. Okay, number five. This is Alice Cooper singing about a monster he has custody of. What monster is it? Bimbi 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 Okay. We can't, we can't just listen and enjoy? No, no, You got to dive right in and show no, no. off your knowledge? No, I mean, there's nothing to show off about it. But, uh, okay. No, All right, like, here. No, play the song. I'm enjoying it. No, you know, it's not great. <laughs> okay. Uh, Sarah, what was it? It's what feed monster? My, it's Feed My Frankenstein. Monster, feed yeah. My Frankenstein, feed yeah. my Frankenstein. Ugh. Also, uh, another winner of a gave in. A flathead, Ugh. you can rest your beer on. Gross. Okay, Gross. that is correct. Point to you, and that's obviously on your fucking playlist as well, right? Uh, a little bit. <laughs> it's a little bit. A little bit. Playlist. Number six. We shift over to Broadway now. With this duet inspired by some monstrous memoirs. Whose are they? All that you are is a face in the mirror. I close my eyes and you disappear. I am what you face when you face in the mirror. Long as you live, I will still be here. All that you are is the end of a nightmare. All that you are is a dying stream. After tonight, I shall end this demon's dream. Okay. So what? Who Broadway wears short show? <laughs> nope. What uh, Broadway show was that from? Uh, uh, Giant Women. Um, yes. That's a Phantom of the Opera, right? Phantom of the Opera. It is not. It is. Not. Oh no. Nope. Uh, I'm gonna. Is that the demon? Is that the Bob demon barber of thingy the barber one? Um, yeah. You thought that that was Stephen Sondheim. I know. I thought I heard Mira. I. You know what? I. It was when Tim Burton was really stream. hitting that. You know, unwatchable phase. 
<laughs> that he's going to come Incorrect. out any day now. Um, Incorrect. Yeah. Incorrect. That was the Broadway show Jekyll and Hyde. Oh. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Hmm. For a bonus point, however, uh, what TV actor were you hearing singing that song in that clip? Oh, so of course he was one person singing himself. Uh, was it Neil Patrick Harris, which it usually is, isn't it? Mm, MBH? No. no, it was not. It was not. It was not. Uh, uh, giant Women. Was it the mm-hmm. guy who played Jay Peterman on Seinfeld? No. Ooh, very good. Yes, <laughs> but no. Um, he's running in slow motion. He's big and <gasps> Oh, half off? Oh, you got in there, Jordan Morris. I shouldn't give you that point because I basically... Spoon fed it to yeah. you, but I will. I will. Okay. Another. <laughs> another. <laughs> mm, yeah, goddamn. I'm really running leaving myself jokes. open. Yeah. Ah, hey! Hey! Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, okay. Listen, we've all been in our goddamn houses for yeah. a year. Everything sounds mm. like porn. Everything mm. is wordplay. That's all we have. It's all we've got left. Yeah. Number seven, also from Broadway, this is a song. Sung by a monster, Trekkie monster, from a show about his life on a famous street. Let's hear it. When me little going to school, other children think me not cool, poking and pulling at me fur. Now me have therapist and work on this with her. Okay, what street does Trekkie monster live on? Bimini Bamboolash? I mean, it yeah. It Sesame Street? It sounds like Cookie Monster. No, incorrect. Oh, incorrect. okay. Oh, is Av- oh, is sorry, Jordan, do you want to jump in before I say what no, I think actually, it No, I don't think I have a guess. It sounds like you have something. I'm, is it I'm, Avenue Q? It is Avenue Q. Uh, okay, oh. right. It is Avenue yeah. Q. Mm-hmm. Kind of a little bit based on Sesame Street, but sure. much filthier. Okay, so um, if you have children nearby, scrub forward one minute. Um, okay. So when my parents used to um, visit me in New York, we would always go and see a show on Broadway. And, uh, and that would be like super exciting and whatever. And uh, and then once I moved to LA, they got into a tradition of taking a grandkid to New York and they'd go around for a weekend and they'd see a big show and whatever. So um, like on the, it was the summer that the kid turned 13. And, and then they would go to New York or whatever. So uh, one of my nephews turned 13 and they took him to New York and my parents called me and they were like, what's a good show? And I had just seen Avenue Q and I was like, oh, you should go see Avenue Q. And so they were like, great. And they got tickets. And I was like, oh, this will be fun. And then I was drifting off to sleep like days before they were about to leave. And, and you know how like you have that clarity when you're about to like drift <laughs> right. off to sleep? Um, I remembered the three dozen unbelievably filthy things that happened in that show that I just didn't, they didn't register because I was a grown up when I saw it. Um, specifically, um, th- there's like a Burt character who keeps talking about his girlfriend who you can't see um, that doesn't exist and whatever. And like, and it's, and it's this big song and it ends with, yes, I am a girlfriend who lives in Canada and I can't wait to eat her pussy again. <laughs> and like I sat bolt upright in my bed like oh no but it was too late you know what that's and a good message they, for a 13 year old boy it's a good message sure yeah sure yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure 
Um, but yeah, so, uh, and then I asked, uh, uh, after they got back what they thought of the show and my parents were like, it was great. And we never <laughs> brought it up again. And that nephew is now 30 and anytime Gives it comes up, like, yeah, that was, yeah. Yeah. that was not, that was a <laughs> tough one. Okay. All right. I don't know. <sighs> okay. You did okay. good, Dave. Kids back in the good. room. Yeah. Kids back in the room. Uh, number eight, let us now take a journey to a famous haunted destination. Cryptos creak and the tombstones quake. Spooks come out for swing and wake. Happy haunts materialize. And begin to vocalize. Not to socialize. What kind of monsters come out to socialize? Uh, uh, giant women. Yes. Um, ghosts, specifically grinning ghosts, I believe. That's the music from the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland. So I think it is grinning ghosts come out to socialize. It is grim grinning ghosts. Uh, I'm going to give you a point. I'm going to give oh, you a okay. point. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. I feel there like I go. fucked up. I still feel like I fucked up. Well, you didn't fuck up. You grim. pretty much got it. And you knew that it was from the Haunted Mansion. Grim gr- grinning and ghosts is, is uh, you hear that on Savage Love, don't you? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, the, that's the original GGG. Yes. Okay. Finally, number nine. Who's the monster in this clip? Loved you in that doc, by the way, Dave. So happy when you, yeah. I mean, that was. Were you in it? Oh, Dave's like the documentary. He's fantastic. I thank you. Yeah, that was a. It was a whoop of delight in my household. Oh, good, good. Yeah, it's a weird thing to be um, to have gotten a lot of good um, exposure from a thing about the saddest story. That's still it's, going. It's on. not like you were like, oh, it was great. He should have done worse things. <laughs> you, 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 know, it's, you come off ugh, well. Yeah, it was rough. Okay. Sarah, who's the monster? Oh. Britney Spears Lucky. I'm going to, fame is the monster. Man is the monster. The, the monster's always man, surely, is, you know. Yeah, it is. Society. It's us. Oh, it's us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. If I was, all the Universal films, the, the punchline is the monster's man. And uh, yeah. Britney Spears, yeah, why not? Never more clear or obvious than in the story of Britney Spears. After yeah. that round, the scores are <gasps> giant women up by one. Giant wow. women wow. up by a, by a bump oh, it. A bump uh, it. 12 to 11. <laughs> We're going to take another little break and we'll be right back with more Troubled Waters after this. Welcome. Thank you. No Thank you. These are real podcast listeners, not actors. What do you look for in a podcast? Reliability is big for me. Power. I'd say comfort. What do you think of this? Oh. That's Jordan Jesse Go. Jordan Jesse Go? They came out of the floor? And down from the ceiling? That can't be safe. I'm upset. Can we go now? Soon. Jordan Jesse Go, a real podcast. Welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us are Sarah Morgan and Jordan Morris uh, to celebrate the return of Sarah Morgan and Jordan Morris, who wrote for our old show, International Waters. We're bringing back one of our most popular rounds from the archives of that show, uh, a stated favorite of Sarah Morgan in particular, but certainly Jordan Morris, no slouch in this category, erotic fan fiction. Oh, good Lord. Premise could not be simpler 
or filthier. We give you a couple things that seem like they should not be brought together, and we make them do it. And you bring them together for sexy, sexy times. You will each be presented with a combination of passionate proportions, and you'll have two minutes to try to turn me on in the most elaborate and awkward ways possible. Whoever leaves me the hottest and or most bothered will win. Jordan, you are just a tiny bit ahead. I'm going to have you go ahead first. Please give me the pairing of the very timely topic of potato heads. <laughs> Of, uh, of the, the gender identity of your choosing. Mr. Potato Head who still exists, Mrs. Potato Head who still exists, any of the little or, or, or elder Potato Heads, getting down and dirty with what we can all agree is your own personal obsession, Christian Sonic the Hedgehog memes. Oh, wow, okay. Christian okay. Sonic and Potato Head erotic fan fiction. Your two minutes begins now. Okay, uh, so as we all know, <laughs> the, the, the internet for some reason likes to draw Sonic the Hedgehog uh, uh, as as a Christian saying various Bible verses. Who knows why this happens? It does. So, uh, so Christian Sonic the Hedgehog uh, moves to the big city. He loved to sing in his church choir. Um, and he's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be a star in the big city. So he, he packs up his little suitcase with all the stickers on it, jumps on that number nine bus to the big city, and he puts a bunch of gold rings into that change thing where you put change when you get on a bus. Uh, that's fun, right? Uh, anyway, so he moves <laughs> to the big city, and he goes straight to the casting office, and he's, he's doing an audition for the biggest producer in town. That's right. John Potato Head <laughs> from Hollywood Pictures. And Sonic uh, uh, gets up there and he sings his little heart out. And Mr. And John Potato Head says, I'm, I'm sorry, Sonic, but uh, you're just too green. Like the hill zone <laughs> that you're from. And Sonic says, is there any other way I can get this job? And slowly starts to take off his red sneakers seductively. And Mr. John Potato Head says, well, maybe there is. And he shuts the door and then says, I want to see what you got. But first, I'm going to need to put on my glasses. Would you get them out of my ass for me? <laughs> so <laughs> John Potato Head opens up his ass flap and Sonic reaches in there. Oh, he gets elbow deep in that ass and pulls out those glasses and puts them right on Potato Head's eyes and... Uh, Potato Head says, now I need a top hat. And Sonic says, okay, I'm not sure where this is going, but I'll do it. So Sonic gets all up in there. Uh, he can't find the top hat. So he's sticking his, his head and his whole body gets up inside that ass flap. seconds. And he takes out the top hat and he puts it on John Potato Head's head. And he says, you've got the part, kid. You're a star. Thanks for crawling around inside of my ass. Wow. Wow. Oh, oh there was form. There was function. There was uh, there was fun. Yeah. There was fisting. Mm-hmm. Um, that was outstanding. Thank you. That was outstanding. You won my Gavian um, award. Yes. <laughs> that is going to be Best the- collab. <laughs> That's going to be the fourth remake of A Star is Born. Oh, God. <laughs> and Potato Head says, I just wanted to get one more look at you. Oh, God bless. Jackson, well, Maine, Jordan, not too soon. You've given us a, a lot to think about. <laughs> but now, 
our attention turns to Sarah Morgan. Oh, Christ. For you, Sarah, we have a double dose of Disney Plus mm-hmm. from Star Wars. We're going to give you a, a young Yoda of whatever the age of consent is. Oh, God. On, 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 <laughs> on the Yoda planet. Uh, even and, the ba- even the babies are like fifty years old. So that's the thing. It's very yeah. hard to say. It's very hard to say what is uh, what is inappropriate here. But you're going to have to walk that line. Oh Christ! <laughs> uh, and you're hooking yoga up with to celebrate the release of the classic Muppet Show on Disney Plus. You will be hooking Yoda up with specifically the Frank Oz voiced okay. Miss Piggy. <laughs> I see where this is going. <laughs> I see Where's where this going? Well, uh, well, uh, John Roberts and Riley Silverman, who write this show, might might be aware mm-hmm. of my love of the Muppets and Frank mm-hmm. Oz, and they've decided mm-hmm. to piss on my childhood, which is kind of them. Okay, great. Yeah. Well, just throw my mum in there. You know, my English teacher who. You know, inspired me to become a writer. Throw them in there as well. Why not? Uh, so Miss Piggy Enough and stalling. Miss Piggy You're and two minutes. Frank Oz. No, Miss Piggy and Yoda. Miss Piggy and Yoda, both voiced by Frank Oz. Okay, right. Your time starts now. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to lean into my English accent, which is about all I have going for me right now. <laughs> We're on a phallic, silver, pig-shaped spaceship, <laughs> penetrating the depths of the galaxy. <laughs> Uh, push push in on a window and inside is a kind face, tidy bearded man (laughs) Frank Oz himself lying on his back left arm in the air (laughs) with a foam pig (laughs) right arm in the air with a Yoda puppet because he did also manipulate the puppets as well he did not just voice them like Uh, emotionally? Uh, yeah, no, he was. He, yeah, a lot of a lot of ghosts and a lot of mind games. Um, uh, we're not talking baby Yoda, right? We're talking grown up. Talking like eighteen year old. Sure, oh, eighteen a virile, <laughs> glistening Yoda. green Yoda with them yeah, big barely legal Yoda. Oh yeah, with them big ears for purchase. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a man with two two puppets on his hands going at each other, and then a door opens, and in walks Frank Oz's other beloved characters, like. The weird lawyer and knives out. He doesn't, you know, do much, but, you know, it's a fun cameo. Uh, he walks in and he says he's from Disney and he's shutting the whole thing down. <laughs> my, oh. Yeah, in a sexy way. Um, everyone comes. Everyone comes because they because they get off on uh, on being teased. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they both get off on being on deep uh, loving fisting from their creator, Frank Oz. And I think corporate synergy is hot. I think we oh. all find corporate synergy pretty hot these days. So. Yeah, there's some vertical integration going on, if you know what I mean. Absolutely. <laughs> you guys, I mean, you really, you looked um, you looked at the problem from both sides now. Yeah, sure. And, uh, and you both, you both gave me a lot to, to, to thought, to thought, to think about. <laughs> it's a think And fuck. to fantasize a about. A think is a thought, um, yeah. I don't, I, I, I honestly... I think the winner is anyone who pre-orders the Bubble yeah. graphic novel out July 13th. There's a tie between Jordan Morris and Sarah Morgan, co-creators. Well, not really. Co-writers yeah. of the Bubble graphic novel out July 13th. All right. Congratulations to you both. It is now time to tell us what you're working on and then to write the karmic balance in the universe, something someone else did that you love. Jordan Morris. We will begin with you. Uh, well, hey, we've we've been plugging, so uh, I'll I'll go ahead and just refer people back to the previous plugs. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and for my someone else's plug, uh, I just finished a great novel called uh, No One Is Talking About This by Patricia Lockwood. Mm. Um, it, it has kind of an unappealing uh, elevator pitch, which I will make now. And that is, it is a novel that simulates what it's like to be online. And I know maybe you're thinking to yourself, I don't want that, but trust me, you want that. It's so good. I think if you've ever felt like maybe I'm too online, you'll love this. And uh, yeah, it starts out really like funny with like good observations about, you know, kind of you know, internet online culture. And then uh, it, it, it takes a flip and just gets gets heartbreaking, but still is uh, kind of keeps that wit and keeps those great observations coming. Uh, it, it's awesome. Uh, one, of, one of the best books I've read in a while. Uh, no one is talking about this. Great. Sarah Morgan. Cool. How about you? Um, I'm just going to, yeah, chuck in one more plug for Bubble. If you like the idea of a mm-hmm. podcast or a graphic novel that's uh, kind of like Broad City meets the meets Buffy without the elements of that that make us sad these days. <laughs> Uh, it's about gig economy it's about um, how we choose to live in these very isolated little bubbles so it's very relatable to now uh, and yeah pre-order that and there'll be non-specific goodies uh, for MaxFun listeners who uh, might like those kind of things Um, and the thing yeah I know what I'm going to recommend because they've done such a lovely job this episode, apart from making me sexualize Miss Piggy. Uh, John Lee Roberts and Riley Silverman, who are the writers of uh, Troubled Waters. Um, uh, both true, great stand-ups. The world's greatest. Great stand-ups. Fantastic. Look them up in the place where you get your stand-up. Listen to their albums. They are, they are excellent comedic performers, as well as horrible people who make me sexualize my childhood heroes. Yes. <laughs> Listen, they're complicated. We all are. Um... <laughs> I am Dave Holmes. My book, Party of One, is available where you get books. Bookshop.org is probably the best place to get it right now. Um, I would like to recommend an album that's coming out later this month called Don't Be So Hard on Yourself by a singer-songwriter named Matt Susich. Uh, S-U-C-I-C-H. Um, it's just it's gentle and warm and just right for the end of a, well, what we hope is the end of a, a terrible period and a, and a readjustment into what we hope will be a better one. Highly recommended. Sarah Morgan, Jordan Morris, thank you for playing Troubled Waters. You there with those headphones in. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you next time on Troubled Waters. Goodbye. You've been listening to Troubled Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing with Jordan Morris. Yeah! Sarah Morgan. Bimity Bomb Boolash. Ooh, our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Lady Tron. Thank you to them for letting us use it. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. And our producers are Christian Duenas and Laura Swisher. And we will hug you when it is acceptable to do so. Bye. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.